Many fandoms. All of it. All right, Minute fans, this is your Black Unbudson visiting from the States and uh, joining up with Minners here. A few things for certain, a few things for sure is Australia is beautiful. Minners is a wonderful host. He is a tiny, tiny man. <laughs> he is a tiny man. And like the Minute fans, Australia, there's only one. Black Unbudsman. All right, Mana fans, welcome back to Mana Fandom. There's been a few requests this week asking when is Mana Fandom coming back. Well, um, you can be assured I heard you and I sort of reached out to a loser that I knew would be home doing nothing. Oh, that geez. was John from Scranton. So he wasn't oh, there good. this time, but I managed to get him last <laughs> yeah. time. So I went Oof. to the second guy and one Michael Montante. Jumped in at the last minute. Welcome back, Montante. How well, are you? You, you? you baited me with that setup. Uh, you got me hook, line, and sinker. I that, that did uh, apply to me very well this time. I was just trying to decide uh, what point in the Met game am I going to miss to uh, do this. But, no, I'm glad to uh, glad to be here. It's been like a bit a month or so, so long overdue. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I love doing Minna Fandom. And, I mean, let's get straight into the taking care of business segment. You know, I've said many times that the show will be less frequent now that – I've taken over the responsibilities of managing what is a very time-consuming and energy-sapping network. Um, and and, and Minifandom has become a bit last minute, you know, few, few moving things at the moment. So I haven't been able to really block off time. Uh, but, you know, John from Scranton jumped in last time. Montante's here this time. Carlos, who is the next proper guest, is a little bit upset that he's not here this time. He thinks I ghosted him, but he's still lined up. So is Blind Mike. He promised he would come on. So, yeah, uh, you know, I also did Men as Live last week, which was great. Did you catch that one, Mike? Not only did I catch it, I was on with you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, of course. Jesus, uh, how much? How, <laughs> how strong is that weed that you're puffing on down under? My goodness, pretty, I pretty just, strong. I should have said. I should have said no. Uh, no, how'd it go? <laughs> you obviously made such an impression. Yeah, um, yeah, no kidding. I really left my stamp. It turned out to be an hour and a half show, um, and I took a lot of calls towards the end. Um, so I enjoyed doing it. Um, you know, you know what's funny about that, Menners? I had two people reach out to me, like, "Hey, like Menners was not played for my call." Hey, this, it's like you, you guys realize I don't know, like these these no name uh, accounts that I, I really don't know. When they call in, they expect me, they expect you to be like, "Oh, this is so and so." We have, mm. I have no idea, I have no clue. But it's good. You know, we got a couple calls. Um, not as much as during the pandemic, but you know that, that'll be impossible to match. Because listen, at that point, nobody. We were watching Dave Portnoy. You know, uh, open fucking presence. Um, and, and men is live, so it'll it'll never be uh to that point. But no, it was it was a good show from what I remember. Apparently, you don't remember a fucking thing. But it was. It was I think it was. I think it was okay. You were good. I think we got around thirty calls in the end, which is actually a good start. And we just got to work on the delay a bit. Um. John and I have been sort of throwing around a few ideas about how to cut down the delay, but it certainly got better as the show went on. Um, you know, what I think the move would be, I mean, I'm not a tech guy like John from Scranton, but would you be able to make a, like a Menor's Live uh, WhatsApp number? Well, that that's the thing. See, with the system that we've got at the moment, 
John can um, bank up calls and have a few people. But I said, Tim, we can just do like someone calls in, I talk to them, then we go, right, if you want to call in, call in now. I talk for a few minutes on something and then we take the next call. Like it doesn't have to yeah. be five or ten calls waiting. Because um, the problem with the delay is you can't really have a quick back and forth like – you know, yeah, I end up just screaming over be, the top of them. Yeah, you can't be you can't be witty. I know you, I don't think you have like calls on waiting on WhatsApp. I'm just thinking from a uh to eliminate the delay uh standpoint, I think WhatsApp's the only thing I know that would uh that would work, but you'll figure mm. it out. Yeah. So that's we'll do something like that. You know, that's, I'm trying to do one man is live a month, probably one minute fandom a month. Um, unfortunately, that's it. That's just the way it is. No, that's yeah, low. That's like crank out one every crank out one every three weeks. Put out one minute fandom at least. Yeah, so one month yeah. you get one, next month you get two. Yeah, you yeah know. it's a good idea. Um, and I like to be able to do them last minute like this. Like I've just got a some free time that's f- appeared. So I thought, well, let's use it, jump on and talk to the Mena fans. Um, and yeah, I'm keen to do more Mena's live, get back in there. So hopefully. Next couple of weeks, we can do do round two. Um, yeah, just got to get John to shut up when he's on the calls. Like, oh, well, so, good luck with that. Because and, and then he was talking when he wasn't even on screen, so it'd just be me on screen with the caller, and you just hear his Weasley voice sort of drop in there. So <laughs> if you don't really know what's going on, you're like, who the fuck is this? What are they yeah. talking about? Why don't they just shut up? Um, He's a nice guy, but he he cannot help himself. Like he is the most yeah. understated attention whore there is. One of my favorite John from Scrape, and it, it encapsulates everything perfectly. Is I asked him to make a quick edit for me for a clip, like for a bet that we hit, and I, I asked him, like, "Listen, this is not complicated. I would do it myself, but I don't know how to do it. Very simplistic." He takes like two days and sends back something so over the top and not what I was looking for, and it's like, all right, you can't be mad at him because he did it for free <laughs> and i don't know how to do it but it is definitely not what i was looking for yeah that is john john from scranton you know and, and you know on a t he's just in a t i don't know but yeah that's that's, that's just john it is what it is uh, my um my story that encapsulates john is and, and i've said it before but if you go back to the minifan mash of 2020 where i drew up Did like a forget? google doc and you know, we had we were going to do a show every day while the main show was off and say there was four slots every day. And I thought we had, you know, we had like 20, 25 people and we were going to do different shows every day. And and um, I didn't want the same people on every day. It was like, you know, it doesn't have to be full yeah. every day. It could be two or three people, um, like the Minna ladies or whatever. And then I just saw John had put his name in every available <laughs> spare slot. And he would have, yeah, and like, yeah. And he, and he was like, there. oh, they're free, free slots. And I'm like, well, John, you actually, I don't want you on every show. Like, just go on a few times. Like, that's the plan. But anyway, yeah. his, his, heart, his heart is in the right place. Heart is in the right place. You having problems? Oh, of course. Oh, no, go. no, the match. I bet on a couple of guys to like to do did, stuff. What, did you, I, your mother-in-law's cat die again or something? No, that, that thing's been been gone for a couple of weeks now. No, I just looked over my shoulder by accident <laughs> to see the med school, and I thought I saw my mate at bat, but I don't think it was him. My okay. apologies. Now, look here. away. Uh, I won't my, get distracted. My attention's here. My attention's here. No, no, no I won't I get think. distracted if you look away. Now that I know it's not um, Alex screaming at you again, we've all lived through that horror on Montante's world. Yeah, um, yeah I'm here. Yeah. So, that, was, yeah, no, that, John, was, that was that was an instant taste, yeah. <laughs> um, 
And remember, you released that Montante's world, and I said to you, you know, they're going to pick up on this Alex bit. Like that, that is not going to go unnoticed. Yeah, but and you know what? It, sure it, enough, it was, they it did was, it. It was hard. It was harmless enough. It wasn't anything malicious yeah. or anything. You no, know? no, they love you on the show. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm curious to see. Um, you're actually getting some KMS stuff. I'm curious to see how you're going to handle the uh, the search for the uh, third. But I don't want to jump ahead. No, no. Um, I do want to just stay in taking care of business for a bit more, Correct. though. Um, I did reach out to Visionless Dave um, to see if he could join us tonight, and he was unable to. But then he said to me, you two are taking a break because you said to him that he's too mean to you. So, Oh, I know. I, I, so, I, so, this is, so VD is the most uh, sensitive person on planet Earth. And I, I say that with all due respect. I'm sensitive, too. <laughs> but I just, I just let him know that he lost his – he used to have a good ratio of troll to being a good like to being a friend, and then he yeah. lo- he he lost control. It, he was just nonstop troll. So I said, "Hey, by the way, like you know, th- this is a little much. You're just a full on troll now." So instead of taking scale back, he just completely takes eight steps back, like the victim. And th- we'll do it. We'll, we'll we'll be friends literally by the time the Chiefs win the Super Bowl again. We'll be friends in six months. I look, <laughs> I look forward to it. I've I've had to try to come on. Hey, come on, bust my balls. He just either does not respond or says pass. So all good. That's just how it goes with VD. Yeah, he he's a very complex person. I I, I really like him, but I I don't think he's very self aware. Uh, like he's he's clever, but I think he doesn't realize what he's like sometimes. And then I can sort of come back at him, and he out. goes, "Oh, I'm just joking, man. I'm just joking." I I can't figure him out. I don't know if he like has on his calendar when he's gonna be like friends with me again. Like I don't know if this is a bit or what. I, I don't know. I, it's just I, I play it by ear at this point. You know, I'd like to have video on tomorrow the, to to hash it out and whatnot. But uh, he's doing his little thing. Yeah, he, he, if you try to figure out VD, good luck. It's not happening. I think I think maybe VD and I have something similar in that we maybe like any attention we get, even if it's people hating us. Maybe there's that similarity there. Um, because VD will antagonize, he'll talk talk shit about you, he will go really low, and then when you come back at him, he sort of plays the innocent card. See, that, that's the one thing that people always say is, like, he'll go really low. I, I, he annoys me with, like, low comment. He's annoying, but I've never, I've never seen him, like, cross a line. But people – I guess my VD card, my scouting report doesn't go back that far because – I've had multiple people like, oh, like what he did to Red or X Y. I don't remember any of that. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I'm not privy to it. But my my personal yeah. experience, he just uh, he just pries and pries and pries, and then he calm out on prying. He goes, whoa, what's you know, whatever. But I, I don't see I don't see that bit of it. Yeah, he, he's behaving himself recently, and I think, he, like most people, he probably goes up and down. Um. So yes. Anyway. He was. I asked him to come on. He said, "You're on a break." So yeah. there you go. Uh, yeah, there, there you have. Hopefully, it. I'll get him on Men Is Live. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. Who knows? I think it's good to have a little guest on Men Is Live. All right, now wrap up taking care of business. Let's get into the main show stuff. So Kirk goes. I'm going to take two weeks off. He does a show after the Plymouth show. Takes the rest of the week off. The next week does a YouTube show for 50 minutes. Wasn't that a Monday or Tuesday? Mm-hmm. And then he's still supposed to be off. He just drops a show on Friday, a proper show with Blind Mike and Dave Cullinane. I yeah. mean, the man gives and gives and gives. Why do you think he did that? 
Well, if I had to guess, I think the show on uh, Monday or Tuesday was maybe for maybe a program director or somebody who run, does the rundown who is not privy to his quote unquote two week hiatus. So once he got asked, he is Mr. Barstool. He will he will do it. He's a team player. So he said, All right, am I really gonna go on there to do a 30 minute fucking zoom or let's get let's get something out of it. So I think that's what uh why he did that kind of uh impromptu show uh, earlier mm. in the week. And then yeah, I mean I, I joked about it the other uh you know last week. Anytime Kirk says he's gonna take time off, he may mean it and he could pass you know a, a polygraph when he says he's gonna take two weeks off. But, you know, three days go by, you get bored, you know, you finish the run, you look at your calendar, you got nothing really going on. Yeah, he he does this for a living. He's very good for a reason. He likes talking into a microphone. He needs to eat. It's what he does. He enjoys it. I don't care what he says. He enjoys doing it. So, so anytime, I'm surprised he even took this long to do a, a full proper show, as you would call it, uh, was today. So he had a decent break, a long break, but I'm glad he came in today. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to shows going forward for the next four years. <laughs> Yeah, I also think there was a little bit of wanting to get back on the horse after Plymouth. I think he was so frustrated by the audio issues, and he mentioned that it got him quite down. Yeah, I don't think I, think I don't was, think frustrated. I don't think frustrated is the right word there, Menace. Yes, I think he was downright upset. Right downright upset. Mm. Yeah, which you know, yeah, I mean, he kind of hinted towards it when he said he he wasn't joking. The people in the front who could see him well but couldn't hear a fucking thing. He was like, honestly, find out those names. Let's do something for them. That's crazy. For someone who says he doesn't care about his fans and, you know, he does as he pleases. No, he really deeply cares probably more than anybody at Barcelona. So, yeah. And so you, you take that little clue, context clue, then you pair it with what he said today. Yeah, that really must have threw him fucking, you know, down, down a spiral. So I'm glad, uh, he, you know, he was open about it. And, uh, you know, mm. it's, not, it's not his fault. I and mean, he probably knows that deep down. But, I don't know, good, good for him for caring that much because a lot of people wouldn't care. It's absolutely not his fault, and I think some people are being a little bit harsh on on the show. Like, and I think a few people are overreacting. You know, the show had all good intentions. They wanted to do a great show. They put a ton of effort into it. Okay, for whatever reason, the sound didn't work out. You know, the, the I guess they should just you know see it as a, a learning. A lesson, you know, that they want to make sure that doesn't happen again because you know fans are only so forgiving. But you know, I said it on Menace Live. It, it, it's like a, you know, Bruce Springsteen concert. If the sound's bad because of the PA or it's windy, it's not like you leave hating Bruce Springsteen. You yeah, 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 exactly. The sound wasn't good, so um, I, I hope because you know, if you go on Reddit and you know, there's a lot of people blowing up about it. Yeah, see, I was about to ask you, where are people like complaining about the show? Because I'm on the I'm in the Facebook group, nobody said anything. Twitter, really, nobody complained that bad about it. I didn't see anyone really harping on the show. So when you said that, I was curious to as to where you're seeing that. Oh, definitely. Uh, if you go on Reddit, there's people complaining that it was a ripoff and all that kind really? of thing. Really? Yeah, you know. Do you, do you think and, those same people on Reddit are on Twitter, but like under anonymous accounts, uh, a little more? Um, probably under it, yeah. Probably, I'm not, you know, you'd have to you'd ask John from Scranton that he always digs around that stuff, um, yeah. on the dark web. Uh, so I think so, but people are entitled to do that, like that is the 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 risk you run when you you take a risk like this, yeah. And and I, I think you just Kirk should just ignore it, like he should just see it as a okay, I don't want this to happen again. Um, uh, people are just venting, people yeah, love the show. You know, you know, Kirk. Though that's not—it's what makes him him. He, he can't ignore it. I don't blame him. That's who he is. 
Oh, of course. I mean, and, and people have this negativity bias, but what I'm saying is he shouldn't let him get it down. He should just move on now. And I think the right thing to do is get somebody who actually can run these events. Um, I don't think, see, I said this uh, on Meadows Live. I really don't think this is, uh, you may not remember that. So to you, this might be the first time we're having this conversation. I really don't think this is too much on Dave. You know, you can, you can hire a third person, however you want. We actually discussed that last week, but um, this is not that much on Dave. This is (laughs) being on the staff, being completely incompetent. It, It sounds like it. I mean, I wasn't there, you were there, but it sounds like they kind of, got told the audio would be good and it wasn't. You know, Kirk did say that the audio issue started in the rehearsal. So at that point, I guess if you're Dave Cullinan, you've got to. But not even that. If you're, the, if you're the sound guy and you you've seen the errors they have, fucking fix it. You mm. know, like you can be calling. They shouldn't, and you can ta- they, shouldn't, they shouldn't pay them. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's crazy. And it's funny. I, I was with my buddy uh, from home and every time the mic would cut out, we realized that he wasn't doing a bit. I would kind of nudge him, and we were both, like, ready for the absolute meltdown. Like, is he going to throw this microphone at somebody? Is he going to physically assault somebody? And he just somehow kept it so composed. You know, so he handled it as well. He kept entertaining. He didn't fucking, you know, blow a gasket. He handled that as well as he could have. So to hear him, you know, weeks removed, the fact that he uh, pretty much – so do you think – that he's pretty much saying in between, you know, read between the lines that if that show in his eyes was a smashing success, there is no two week break. I think no. I think there is probably a break. I think if the the show show was a smashing success, he he takes a break and just sort of relaxes. okay. So th- but, there was going to be a break cause, nonetheless because there's a bit of bitterness. I think he's like, no, nah, I want to give the fans some more stuff. He just gives and gives and gives. Okay. But, you know, we've spoken about the sound issues. I guess the other one is the screen. Like you say, Carl's not to be blamed for the sound well, issues. I mean, you know, a screen, you're given measurements. So, you know, you're, you're probably told, okay, this is the screen. This is how big it is. Uh-oh. And you can go, is that big enough? If I'm remembering correctly, though, didn't Colonnade bring a bigger screen and the people there said that uh, it was a safety hazard and they couldn't do it, so they had to go with a, a quick last-second backup? Okay, well, I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, um, well, it was, on the live, it was on the live show. I mean, do you listen over there or what? I did listen to it. I didn't hear that. If I didn't know that. I think that's made up. I think that's a Montante lie. <laughs> All right, well, we'll have someone, have someone play that back, but I'm pretty sure that um, he brought a, a bigger excuse. screen. I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure I heard that. If I if I made that up, anyway. it was very it was very alarming. But so when Kirk um put up the tweet that they'd be doing a show on Friday, there was a lot of um replies that Dave Cullinane would oh. be gone. I never for one second thought Dave Cullinane was out. What about you? No, and you know, it's funny because you see those the, I knew a lot of those accounts that were tweeting it, and there are people that have met the live shows, there are people that listen to every second of the show. So I think a majority of them are doing that like to be in on the joke, but probably a handful of them probably meant that. Yeah, if you thought that was happening, you you just don't have a grasp of the show. There was Absolutely. no way that was there was no way that was happening. Yes. Cole loves the job. He can take it. He loves being part of Barstool. There's no way he's leaving KMS. If he leaves KMS, it's to go to work in New York or Chicago. or He wouldn't actually leave because of his family. So it would be doing something else in Barstool. Like he's not going to go back to working in real estate or making corporate videos again. Like that's just not happening. Um, If he left KMS, it's it's because Kirk literally one day – 
snaps and goes, you're fired. Don't ever come. Don't ever step foot back in here. That's the only way he leaves. He would never voluntarily leave. You would never get that announcement like the Steve had a few years back where he just randomly no. drops. Yeah, I'm leaving. Colonine will never do that. Never. You no. would, he has to be fired on spot for him to leave the show. That's it. Or no, die. Yeah, exactly. Die, die, die will... texting and driving. That's it. Yeah. The announcement would be, oh, look, you know, I'm going to be producing spinning chiclets in Boston for Wit Dog now and uh, stepping back from KMS. You know, he, not, he, he would never, never leave. Even, he would never even, yeah, yeah, he would never do that either. He's loyal to a fault, which makes him good. Did you think Kirk was going to be angrier at Dave in the last couple of weeks? No, because I think if you gave uh, Kirk truth serum, I think he realizes that um, Dave's a moron, but that was not his job, A, to set this up, but B, that I think really a majority of the fault does lie on the venue itself. Okay. Nice. Oh, yeah, I know that's not the answer you're looking for, but no, no, no I, did, I really... No, so, so did you... Did you watch your friend Dava, you know, um, and Danny's show, Quantum Kirk, this week, where they reviewed Death of Steve Robinson? Uh, no, but I remember listening to the original episode. It was uh, entertaining. Okay, great. You know, you don't. You, do you watch any of the network? I watch Mike and the Minifans. Right, all right, but you don't watch. You don't watch Dava and Danny's show. No, I've already fucking listened to the episodes they're going over. What do I need you to listen to? You don't watch for? your like you really like those guys, especially Dave, and you don't support him. I support him, but if he did something unique that I haven't heard before, I'd listen. That's crazy. You, you don't no, watch it's not. the first Kirk. the first episode that came out, I listened to the first 15 I'm minutes. And said, hey, I said I said, Hey guys, you guys have a good thing here. Like I predicted before it came out. Good job. And that was it. I've already heard the episodes. But, but if they reviewed, if they, they, if they, they reviewed, they're reviewing them three years later. And Dave is your one of your good mates. He's a good mate. He doesn't listen to my show all the time. I'm not mad at him. If he reviewed Kirk's stuff from WEEI, which I didn't hear to because I listened to New Jersey, I'm not on the airwaves, I would listen. But I've heard the shows that they go over. I'm all set. I, th- I think it's good. And I predicted it before it came out that it'd be the best show on the network. And I was right. It's stunning that you don't watch it. I mean, Is it do really? Do you watch? I mean, you go on with those Channel Zero guys. Do you watch Channel Zero? Is that more your speed? No, no. I speak with Channel Zero. I don't watch. If I know, I don't rewatch stuff really. I've still never finished The Wire. I got four episodes left. I don't rewatch <laughs> stuff. But that's different. You haven't finished it. Um, well, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm stunned. Re- I'm, I'm stunned. I'm not a rewatcher. That's why I like sports because um, it's the first time I'm seeing it live. That's why I yeah, like sports. It's stu- yeah. Uh, I mean, it's stunning that you don't support Dava. I thought you'd just, just give him the view of, you know, watch it for, you know, five well, minutes. Well, we're on here talking about uh, KMS. I love KMS. I've never re listened to a show. Okay. Yeah. I know. You're the, the clout Nothing monster. Personal about it. Nothing I know. personal about it. Jeez. You do it for the clout. I know. Oh, God um, Christ. There you go. Out of boy. Anyway, what I was going to say was before you dropped that bombshell, absolute bombshell, um, was, you know, when you look back at that death of Steve Robinson episode, Kirk absolutely shredded Steve for not having that audio cut up. Now, Dave never has any audio cut up, never. The audio he had cut up today was Kristen Bell for some reason. Like no one gives a (laughs) shit about Kristen Bell and Zach Shepard. He's for some reason obsessed with his stupid story because he loves like 
fucking vapid reality TV shit. But, I mean, I think you could make a case that the Carl, Carl gets away with so much, you know. Oh, like yeah, you get, look back. Yeah. You look back on then. Yeah. And, and he gets away with like, I don't think Carl would have the audio ready, like from that Fenway Park. No, these are two different. They're both these producers were dealing with two different Kirks, two totally different Kirks. Yeah. Kirk does a much more relaxed show now. That's I think a little more fan centric. We're back back in when Steve was doing it. It was a little more news based because Steve was producing it. But Kirk had, you know, those blood in the water. He he was out to kill, and that obviously mm. he went home with it, stressed them out. Send him back to the loony bin. So now he has a much more relaxed show now. So as a result, you know, Steve had maybe an inch of rope to deal with, ironically. And then uh, you know, Dave has a fucking you know, 30 feet to deal with. It's two different Kirks. Yeah. I think it's crazy. Anyway, it was it was just it was a great episode though. I love listening back to it because obviously being a you know noted Steve Robinson hater, you know, ref- listening to it again and then hearing Dave and Danny talk about it. Really good, you know. I thoroughly recommend do you, do you to the feel, listeners. Do you feel corny? I don't. Do you feel corny about it, pretending that you don't like um, Steve? Stop it. But, but I don't like him. I never liked him. He's an arrogant asshole. I don't like his politics. He's a fucking loser. Um, yeah, I, I've never liked him. And, you know, I really like Dave Cullinane. I really think Dave is a super nice guy. Sure, he makes some mistakes. Is he perfect? No. Who the fuck is, you know? But so yeah, I, can, I can tell whether, I whether, D- whether you admit it, whether you admit it, you wanted me to, to kind of blame a little, put a little more of the onus on on uh, Dave, but the live show failure. Do you think the live show would have happened the way it did under Steve? Uh, I I don't think there would have been the same audio issues with Steve. Okay, all right. So Steve's there you go. So you want you want you want to shit on him? No, no. I just a little kudos. No. I just think Steve's a bit more of an asshole. So if there was issues in the um, rehearsal, he would have, like, Steve would have blown a gasket and said, get it fucking fixed for tonight or we're not paying. Um, yeah. But anyway, that, that's not the point is Steve is a cunt. You know, he's just a dead set loser. Um, you know, his politics of awful. He's just oh, a shut dummy. up. Um, we're we're, but, we're yeah. hinting to We're hinting towards a fucking Menor's Live question. Why do we have issues a few summers ago? It's because you're dead wrong on politics. We were right. And now you're coming around to it. You're not <laughs> mad about it anymore. Steve is dead right on politics. You're dead wrong. This is why you guys have no freedom down under. I was yeah, you can smoke weed. That's all you care about. No, I'm worried about like the whole pro-life stuff, like that ridiculous notion yeah, I love that women dead can't decide next, what next yeah, can't decide what they do with their great. own body. body. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fantastic. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to get into <laughs> this. Well, you know, you know, what's funny was when uh, someone shared uh, it was the Mina fandom. They're like, "What the fuck, manners?" And it was he he shared a screenshot of him listening like the the just the automated ads was a it was a pro abortion um, <laughs> ad that was just that was just pumped in. I knew it when I heard. It. I knew it had nothing to do with you. It, it was very funny to hear. Um, do you remember funny. that? It was that like a couple months ago. Someone was like, "Hey, yeah, manners, yeah, definitely." <laughs> you can turn on automatic ads, which which I do for shits and giggles. Um, yeah, why not? Because I just think it's funny. Uh, so, all right, next, did you hear on today's show, Mike, and they talked about this on Mike and the Minifans, go and watch it on the network, that, you know, Mike Geary's declined an invitation to the Barstool 20-year anniversary party? It's crazy. He he quadruples down. He's committed to it to this point. 
where I feel like if you just gave him a clean slate and ever did the, the men in black where everyone that follows the show just got zapped and they have no memory, I think he'd be there. He's so committed to just not going to anything Barcelona related that he's probably costing himself a money and be like, like a career. Like just dude, you're, you are an integral part of Barstool. You were there in the Milton mm-hmm. days. You were there when Dave was still struggling. Just fucking go. So, you know, suck up your pride. Put your pride to the side and just go. I think it's the I wrong agree. move, but you know what? That's on brand for him. So hey, do what you gotta do. I've got two thoughts about it. If the if the primary reason he's not going is that he finds those noisy events because of his you know vision impairment and that's noisy and because he, he can't hear properly. If he does, if he gets anxious, what do you mean he can't, does, mean he can't hear properly? You know, if it's loud well, and there's you it's can't all he's really, got. Yeah, but I'm saying if it's too noisy and there's music and you don't know who's talking to you, you know, you when you go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. So, so if if that whole experience, you know, is is a bit daunting for him, and I don't I'm, I don't know that, then yeah, I, yeah, I, well, I sure. give him a pass because okay. you know if he's going to be all anxious and stuff. But other than well, that, you, you know, that's not what it is. No, he should go because it's a huge, it's a huge, it's going to be a big party, and obviously they want him there. So, by the way, he would get a hero's welcome. The people that yes. have been there forever would welcome him with open arms. Yeah. And I just feel like in his mind that if he were to go, this whole little Cold War that he's had, that he's kept up for the last five or six years, if he went to that event, he feel like in his mind he would lose. Yeah. I think he knows he's doing the wrong thing. But he's he has his heels dug in, so hey, it, you know, good, good on him for, I guess, being, you know, loyal to it. Yeah. I'm surprised, though. I'm surprised Kirk didn't end up pushed back a little more on that. He just said, are you going? And Blum mm. like, oh, I was invited, but no. He goes, all right, next. I'm surprised Kirk didn't kind of, you know, dig in a little deeper and try, you know, try to break down that level and find out why he wasn't going. But who knows? Maybe we'll get into it uh, more next. I, I think it's a little bit what Kirk says is that Mike's, you know, sort of built his own little word, world now. You know, and, and it it's like sort of two circles now. You've got Mike's world and you've got Kirk's world, and they kind of overlap when he comes in twice a kinda? day. Kind of? They kind of overlap? Yeah, of course he gets most of his subscribers <laughs> from Camus, but, you know, he's done some other no, stuff. What do you what do you mean? what do you mean most of? If I were to ask you, Blind Mike listeners, how many yep. listen to Kirk at least once a week? So, well, it's different. So, Percentage. if you look, you know, he does these who are the – so he does that other show, Who Are These Socials, with Carl. You know, that's a totally different group of people. So, you know, I would say there's only 10% of KMS listeners who've gone there. And then, you know, you look at Blind Mike Project, I would say it's probably 60% KMS. So, you're, so I'm saying if uh, people that are Blind Mike fans overall, 100 people in a room, how many are there because of Kirk? 60%, I'm saying. You're saying that you're not you're you're not saying with your you're not saying that with your chest. You don't. Well, I'm that. I'm sort of thinking about it, and you know, like, why are you laughing? Like that's sort of broken out from KMS, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners don't listen yeah. to KMS. You know, it's it's got nothing to do with that. So yeah, I would say sixty percent. Let, let's go with sixty percent. All right, I'll give you I'll give you that. No, just that that's fair. What do you, you know, think? I'm, I'm, what do you think? I would say honestly, probably eighty-five to ninety. Yep. Wow. By the way, even acquiring that, but well, you got to give um, Blind Mike credit for though. He when he's he's the anti um, Brandon Walker. When he starts a show, he's seeing that motherfucker through, right? So you can set you can set your your you know you can set your watch to Blind Mike shows coming out. Even yes. if even if you know Ironhead's going to fucking you know Hilton Head for a weekend, 
right? They'll have the, the, the you know, they'll plan for it and have a schedule in place. So I think if you are going to be putting money aside to listen to uh, content, you're never going to feel like you're cheated with Blind Mike because he will give you content, you know, regimented. So I give him credit for that. So maybe, maybe 85, 90% is high. So maybe the answer is somewhere between uh, R2, but no, good on him. Like I said, I, the fact that he um, even has a little bit of an out, you know, outside audience is uh, a testament to him. And from what little I've heard, that guy, I cannot stand that guy. Not Craig, the, the guy from, uh, who's that guy? You just mentioned his name? Which one? Carl. Yeah, Carl. Yeah, who are these oh. socials guys? Yeah. He what? He can't stand Craig. I, I, I no 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 no. I can't. His his his. I don't know. I've heard like thirty minutes of it. His voice, no. his kind of whole his whole delivery is tough to me. But maybe that's mm. just I, could be me. I only caught a little bit of it. I mean, it's not my type of content, so I don't watch it. And, and like Blind Bright Project's not my type of show. I'll dive in and out, listen to bits and pieces. I heard Justin on. Oh, Last Justin! Week. By the way, Justin, he loves he loves them, which is which is good, good for them. It was very interesting. Two things: a, it was a funny little fight about them canceling the gig just before, like you know, very good show. We're going to have a get together at a comedy club or some some show, and yeah. you know, Justin bought a ticket, and then the day before they just canceled it. They so one of them had to go to a concert. Um, but Justin sounds different when he called in. He's, he's got he's got more of a radio voice now. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, so? yeah, I thought I didn't recognize his voice. He doesn't he seems a bit more confident? Um, Is so he maybe he's gonna join or, yeah. Blind Mike Project. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just know that the one clip I saw earlier tonight, um, was, was uh, Justin recording himself at a Blink 182 concert, and yeah, right, it, it, it melted my heart. That is that is pure, just pure enjoyment he, he he was he was living his best life so good for justin um i think he was great on the show but i think he'd be the first to admit that um between the men fans and just everything i think he was a little worn down obviously maybe he was younger so he could maybe approach it differently going forward but yeah. i would like to see him get that third role that they're alluding to but it seems like justin's kind of made it clear that that's not what he's looking for so we'll see yeah yeah, I really like Justin too. And uh, yeah, it was a funny little back and forth with Craig. Um, I, I'm, I know, don't listen to a very good show. I don't listen to Blind Mike Project much. So I, I didn't really know what they were talking about. Yeah. Tonight on the network, we had Mike and the Minna fans, and it was Coach Kyle, the beautiful Lauren Lynn, and BA was hosting. And there was a few people, you know, whinging. There's so many fucking whingers. On Twitter, oh, why are you doing it Can on the same act? night as Rough and Rowdy? And basically, BA, the host, mm. said that's when he could do it. So we did it. And the great thing about YouTube is, you fucking dickheads, it's on demand. So if you want to watch Rough and Rowdy, you can watch Mike and the Minifans a few hours later when that's finished or the next night. Are you telling me that that show will be available this time next week? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Are you it's sure? Unbelievable. Wow. In 2020, it's incredible. You yes. can, and you can, good technology. So, it's so. Um, were, so people really, were people say? Were people saying that like in a serious? Or are they trolling? Well, this, this is this absolute fuck knuckles everywhere. <laughs> Whatever show you do, as you know, with you always get some people whinging and complaining, and it's not good enough. Um, so I, I just ignore. I just ignore it. Um, as you can hear, it hasn't affected me at all. No, no. But not on that. On that show, Barstool Advisor reported that he noticed on the 
Kirk Minahan Show Instagram page that there were no posts after May 19th until a few days ago. So what's that? June, July. So you're looking almost three months yeah. Yeah. of no content on a Conf- confirmed ma- on a mate. Well, I checked as well on a major piece of uh, real estate. Um, that is very concerning to me. If I was Kirk, I would be extremely concerned about that. Um, and Dave Cullinan should be concerned. That is, th- this should not be happening. I, I don't know what's what's going on with um, the show stuff. Yeah, I don't know if Dave's come out and uh, overtly said this, and this is his defense, so I'm not want to put words in his mouth. But I think he'd say something to, like along the lines of, "Ah, oh, you know, we're uh, we're more more of a, a Twitter, uh, you know, Reddit show, which is not a good defense because just because your Instagram doesn't have a lot of um, steam and popularity doesn't mean it has to stay that way." But you know, I follow them on Instagram, and yeah, it's every once in a blue, like I would see all these clips on Twitter. And I would just pop on Instagram and I would search Kirk Minahan show to see if like whoever was posting one on Twitter would just then immediately go back. And yes, I noticed like a a few month uh, hiatus on Instagram. So I didn't get that whatsoever. Um, Yeah, but it is is bizarre. It is bizarre. So so as you say about the Twitter thing, that is complete horseshit because Reels and TikToks, that format gets tons of views on those platforms and you can even put them up as YouTube shorts. So you can make one version of a video and put it on Instagram, TikTok and on YouTube as a short and they go okay. gangbusters. So you should definitely be doing that. And yeah. you, you should at least be um, repurposing some of the content you're putting on Twitter for your Instagram. So maybe you're not posting as much on Instagram as you do on Twitter, but you know, there's a couple of posts a day that you would, you move from Twitter as well and put it on those platforms. So I think there's two things there. Firstly, if there's no budget for it, I mean, this does take time, you know, you, for, for Dave to, to, do, po- to post something on Instagram. It, when you have to make the clip in that format, when you mate, have to, mate, mate, he gets paid. Let's just say eighty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, to 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 work three days a week for ninety minutes a week, ninety I'm minutes not a, a day. No, there, this is no, this is not a good. I would end this. I'm, I'm just saying it, he would have to no. spend. You know, but but the thing is, no. Michael, there are things no. called scheduling softwares where you can actually well, we, we, we call them scheduling called, softwares. Okay, yeah, I, you. You can use something called Buffer where you can basically set it up. You can do a week ahead almost. Um, or you can, you know, say do a show they did today. You can make all the clips and set it for the next three or four days and you don't have to worry about it. So it might take you, you know, three or four hours to make the clips on your computer and then post them on all the six platforms that you're going to do it on. But that, Well, yeah, like, there's, there's no reason to be done with the show by 1 p.m. and then set uh, – six different posts, you know, 80 minutes apart. The fact that that wasn't happening is is mind-boggling. Yes. And, okay, so I'm going to give – maybe there's not a budget for it. Maybe it's maybe – what, what, Can you stop saying that? What do you mean there's not a budget for posting on well, Instagram? So they can't pay someone to do it. Well, you know – Dave, Dave could do it. Dave could do it. He was down on the Corn Ferry tour. You know, they were planning the live show. Oh, they stop. went to Madawaska. Manners, manners, manners. Uh, You're talking about posting on Instagram. You're not talking about, you know, quilting a fucking sweater or, you know, whatever I'm trying to say. You, you just stop. You post, post it on Instagram. I'm just trying, trying to play to devil's advocate here. No, He's got a well, lot on don't. His plate. Well, well, don't. No, he doesn't. He has nothing on his plate. 
I mean, he should Stop. not be post. He should not be leaving it for, since May. But um, so, but but then you know, if there is a budget for it, they should just get somebody to do it for them. You know, it would be a couple of hundred bucks a week. You know, stop getting these fucking meat cutters or these fucking morons well, out of you know fucking. This, this, this was this what was, was the, this was, was going to be my pitch. North? You get get professionals, get students. Like go to fucking Boston University and find some people there that are actually learning this stuff. This was going to be my experience. pitch. This, is, this this was my pitch essentially to the uh, for the for that third third spot before they really got into what they wanted the third spot to be. This is a big part of my pitch. What is it? Well, I called Dave once. He didn't answer. So I yes. just, you know, to cover up, I said, hey, uh, listen to the most recent Shattuck episode. Guy is manic, LOL. Something along those lines. But I wanted yeah. him to answer, and I wanted to pry a little deeper into what this third role would be. And So you want to? Well, yeah, I didn't know because they were very vague Like when I made the call from last week. I don't know if they just wanted like a, like a planner for like live shows, which that is I I mean no no shot. I can't do that. I have a hard time pulling up clips on fucking StreamYard for Jerry. I can't do a live show. But I was gonna say if you want someone, my, my biggest pitch is gonna be you guys are dead on Instagram. It would take me fucking 40 minutes a day to you know cut up clips and periodically time them out and put it out there, tweet more, put up a tweet schedule more to so you don't have to have you know. Every fucking eight comments on the KMS Twitter would be, what are the shows this week? They never put out the schedule. So I just do simple shit like that. And um, I'll be like, I could be in uh, Boston once a week, which is true. I could be there for work. I, I'd probably increase me going to Boston, you know, twofold. I, I'm probably there twice a month. But for that, and listen, I'm not going to lie. Even if it's a low paying thing like that, say if it's $24,000 a year, very, very low. Yes. I could. That would help me out immensely and it would not really impact my work life that much because i'm in that area a lot but it kind of sounds like after listening today that the biggest thing that they're looking for is a a fresh voice and b someone who could really kind of quarterback the live show so that's that is not and who could be there every day in studio so that's so it's not me but that was going to be my strong point was to kind of resurrect the instagram and to kind of uh, regularly post um and bring that back Interesting. Well, I think you'd do a great job if you worked with the show. And I actually think you would be good at organising live events when you got your head around it because you're a good negotiator, you're shrewd, uh, you're organised. You know, like you, you play the dummy, you, you know, you, you you play the fool, but clearly you're good at your job. Um, hmm, well. So, anyway, yeah, I, I think that's oh, a great pitch. No. Yeah, very nice. It's a great well, pitch. thank you. Um, well, thank you. Well, Colony never answered, and uh, so we'll never know. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, hopefully, someone's listening to this. <laughs> well, no, the As fact much- he said he said today that he really wants people to be there every day, which is really? which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 alluded to that. He was like, yeah, you know, I want some because I think people were applying. Someone applied from like St. Louis and someone from Florida. And he was, like, mm. yeah. Well, are they willing to move because I want somebody here every day? Kind of like how Justin was for a little bit. So yeah, so, that that's so maybe I'd be there once a week. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I could be there once a week, be enough. Anyway, but that, that's yeah. that's tough. But listen, they're gonna have plenty of listeners that they're, I bet you whoever they end up with. By the way, I think they're kind of gonna uh, spin this into an open tryout, and I think they're gonna have twelve resumes that all look the same on paper, and then they're gonna have three months of shows where they're bringing in these people, you know, one by one by one on Friday or Wednesday and Friday guests, and someone's gonna stand out and get the job on spot. Yeah, right. I am. Um, I need to work on my pitch then. Ooh, Green card, 
condos somewhere. Yeah, yours is a lot. Yours is a lot um, more. Duh. Yeah, it's <laughs> a bit more, too more to ask. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think Julie asked for one seventy five k. I mean, yeah. for the green card and the condo, I'd probably knock a bit off that. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, so I was, I can't remember much else from the shows they've done this week. Rico called in a lot on oh, Friday. Uh, yeah, too much Rico. Yeah. Um, and I said it was just weird that Cullinane was obsessed with this um, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard story. Like he just brings it up again out of nowhere. <laughs> like Mina fans have been desperate to hear what happened. Oh, yes, please tell me more, Dave. I mean, he's got shitty instincts. Like there's stuff happening on the network that he probably doesn't even look at. And yet he's, you know, obsessed with Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. I mean, it's crazy. What's funny about Dave is that he's not bullshitting. He'll get to the studio three hours prior, and you know he's really not checking out the network like at all. So I don't know what he's actually doing. Um, but yeah, he really is, is just letting the network kind of do its own thing, and he probably gets most of his network updates from uh, stuff he sees on Twitter. Mm. I mean, I don't expect him to watch everything, but uh, just yeah, tune in once bit- in a blue. Yeah, and, and it's a bit weird because I think that there are genuine talking points that come up on the network that they could bring up on the main show. And I think they'd be more interesting than hearing Kristen Bell whinging about the blowback. Like it was just – yeah, it's, his, his instincts are just a bit clueless at the moment. And, you know, maybe having someone there, you know, as you said, if, if it was not you, someone else there every day who can maybe cut a bit more of this stuff up, then – it would help the show. Yeah, not only that, I mean, you know, just having a regular third in there, um, you know, you can make fun of Cullinane for his, uh, you know, his kids, his, his mother. Just having a third body in there overall, they're going to bring their own quirks that you kind of lean on on a slow news day, you know? So, mm. yeah, I think, like I said, I think they're going to do a, a trial um, bringing people in, and I don't think they're going to be done with 12 shows and go, all right, let's review somebody and vote on it. I think that person, like 18 minutes into a show, is going to stand out so much where Kirk just goes, you know what? Sorry to everybody else who applied. This is the guy. And I'm looking yeah. for I think, I think it'll be good, and it'll be someone from that area. Um, it should be Justin, but, but the, the fact that Justin but, but think, it I, makes me think there's something else going on. But, make, but they also have to be smart about it. Like The people they bring in have to be qualified. Don't get don't try and put a square peg in a round hole. Like, if you think Kirk someone, gives a fuck about that? Yeah, but then you're going to have other live shows that are disasters because you said, you know, it's going to now be you the have, first now ever. you have more now you have more to talk about this this guy who's not hired yet and Dave couldn't figure it out. Now you got more content. Mm. You know, I just there's, I there's, actually there's I don't, but I that. I think you can't fuck up these live shows again. That is actually brand damaging because you know people okay. do spend money. And you know, go a long way for them, and people stop going if you can't hear and stuff. Like, you know, you can have a bad podcast, and you know, it's a fucking free download. And if you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. But a live show is a different proposition. Yeah, I guess you know. I just I was there. Like I said, I, I the the award and that that's you know, I had a good time there. But I guess if I did have a a different experience, maybe I would, I would get what you're saying a little more. You know, but, if I was you actually, and I are super fans. I would have had a great time too. I wouldn't have cared. I would have just been happy to be there and see Kirk and um, sing some songs. I would have been one of the people you were. But can you make but the yeah. argument that if someone's there, they're a casual fan? They're driving I to think Plymouth, you can. Massachusetts, I think you, can, you know, probably an hour well, out of the way. It, 
Because I think there's extremes. Like we do live, well, you're on the show sometimes, but we do live shows. We, uh, you know, we do these shows. I mean, we, so, you know, we're right true, into it. True. No, no, fans. you're right. You're right. I said, no, that, that's a good distinction. You're right. You're right on that. Um, true. You know, other people just sit back and listen and. Um, fair. That's fair. I, fair. I really remember distinctly before I did the first Aussie Minifan show in 2019. Until then, I just listened to Kirk from the outside in the podcast. And I thought, you know, it's like a circle, you know. If you're outside the circle and you're just spectating, it's fantastic. It's like being, you know, at a football game or something. You, you're yeah. just in the grandstands and you're just watching all this madness happen. And I was like, but now I'm going to be stepping, like, inside the circle when I do, a, you know, one show. Like, <laughs> yeah. you you know, and it, 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 it like, I, rem- I, I remember thinking that because, you know, there are tons of people that just – you know, thousands of people that just sit on the sidelines and love to watch the mayhem. Yeah. You know, and there's some people that go to the live show, you know, they're the silent majority. I like to call them, you know? Yeah. One of the, one of the most fun, one of the funniest examples of that. We were at um, the bar. I forget what it's called. It was right down the road. Uh, Whatever it was called. It was like the main bar where everyone went afterwards and like a middle-aged good looking guy, probably like early sixties, maybe late fifties. His name is Dennis. It stands out to me. He just walks up to me, shakes my hand, He's like, yeah, my name is Dennis, big fan of yours, and I'm also uh, conservative. Keep up the good work. And I was like, if you think that guy's on Twitter as, like, you know, Blind Mike's pubes or something, mm. there's no way. That guy just listens to the show, enjoys it, and then figured that one out. Yeah, I got a little time to kill. Let me, let me go to this live show. So, yeah, you're, you're definitely right. So would you say that maybe out of Curse listeners, uh, 20%, 20% are on Twitter? I, I think there'd be a fair few on Twitter that just have accounts that don't tweet, that just use it to look at things and stuff. So I think most of his show listeners, I would say 70, 80% are on Twitter. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, you may, you, may, think, you, you may be right. But I think if you sort of look, you know, there's a hardcore, I reckon, of about 1,500, like, hardcore Minifans yeah. fans that, that I think yeah. are super obsessed uh, with the show. And those are people that we all recognize. Yes. Your Tony from Maine's, yeah. your Roscoe's, that idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a few more, but around that, you know, 1,500 to grand. I think it's a fair number. Those are the people. Out of the, out of the uh, 60, 70 people that were in, uh, you know, uh, Magnolia, probably three-fourths of them were the wackos that you're describing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're the people I love. You know, they're the people that are like me, just love the madness, love the show. And, um, you know, when they do get together, it's you know, magical. So hopefully, um, you know, Kirk does some more live shows soon. I mean, we got four more years, so I would say we're looking at at least eight to eight to 14 more live shows before it's all said and yeah. done. Good. I'm, ho- I'm hoping to be at one next year, 2024. Yeah, you're, I think fun. your goal should be to do one every 18 months. I mean, it's not that easy, but um, well, we'll see. Well, come on, bloke. The, the pl- Come work, on, work harder. Work harder. <laughs> as I struggle um, to pay my fucking cell phone bill. But yeah, work harder. I will try. All right. I want to get into Minifan World stuff, listen to questions and, and what a red. Let me uh, let me let me grab watching. a quick drink. Let me grab a quick drink, look. Okay, great. Well, while um Montante's making himself a drink, to save me editing, I will just talk a little bit about the Kirk Minahan network. It is going very well. Um, some shows have gone a bit quiet. We haven't heard from the 420 show, haven't heard from Poppy's Kitchen since before Plymouth. 
but I imagine because KMS is off, people have just been hanging back. Mike and the Minifans is now on a pretty much a regular weekly uh, broadcast. BA doing a fantastic job as the main host. We don't have a second um, host, so if BA can't do it, I'm not sure yet who would host it. Uh, I'm not sure Montante wants to do it. Um, I could do it at a stretch. Um, but apart from that, BA is certainly the main host. VD might come back. I was just saying, Mike, while you're making a drink, that uh, if BA takes a bro- can't do a week of hosting Oof, Mike and the Minifans, we don't really have a, a backup host. You you won't do it, will you? No, for whatever reason, it gives me anxiety thinking about it. Okay, no worries. Um, I mean, I'll be a panelist. Case, I'll be a panelist. Yes, but. worst case scenario, I could do it. I mean, yeah, I, <clears throat> I've had some experience hosting shows, so if that were if that were the worst case scenario, it's not a not a problem. I mean, B, BA's built. Joe for us, could so do it. Like, Joe the Axe Sanders could do it. Why not? You know who could? You know who could do it? Uh, who? A boy, John from Scranton. You know, he'd mm. it'd be his dream. It'd be his absolute uh, would dream. He'd jump at the chance to do that. <laughs> would, would would he even have a panel? Would it just be him talking for an hour playing? Clips? He'd bring in two people from Scranton who listen to the show and they would talk for an hour about nothing. I and, don't even uh, think he'd bring anyone in. I think he'd just make a ton of montages with some sitting there smoking music. cigarettes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just yeah, him. Yeah, he, he's remarkable. Um so yeah, I was just saying the network's going well. Mike and the Minna fans. Coach no, Carl Lauren you, and BA go and catch you that. Say that. Is the network going well? Be honest. I'm happy with it, definitely. And uh, so if, I, if I, I were to take you from three months ago and I ask you, where's the network on August 18th as it's getting going? How many shows would you say I want to prepare a week? Because I don't think it's where you're at right now. No, I, I, I've always consistently said I sort of want two or three shows a week going okay. up um, every week and I want consistency. So yeah. the 420 shows kind of dropped off, but I think we knew that was going to happen. Um, yeah. You know, didn't ever get much of an audience. So I guess well, – for them, it's like, why would you bother when no one's watching? And I do get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pop- Poppy's Kitchen, I think, has taken a break since Plymouth, whether that's out of disgust or I think it's more because KMS has just been on a break. I expect that to come back. Uh, but even this week, you know, we had – What about the uh, germ he, guy? Yeah, so he dro- he's doing a show every week. So he's Look at him, huh? Hangovers. And we've done Mike and the Minifans Friday. So that's two shows. We had two shows the week before, Men is Live and Mike and the Minifans. So I, th- I also think, you know, your okay. Quantum Kirk came out this week, Death of Steve Robinson. So that's, you know, three new shows. Um, I know you don't, you're not interested in most of this content, but I think for a Minifan out there, there could be an oversaturation. Like some of some Minifans go, oh, there should be, you know, shows all day or a show every day. And I, I think that could be a bit much, you know, Kirk, I would be more tuned in if there was. I would be more tuned in if there was, I think. If you could set your watch. Really? Yeah, things are periodically dropped. You know, I got no time Mm. for that. But if I I could set my watch to something coming out at 8 o'clock, yeah, I'm in. You're in? So for regular, like, nightly show, like a – yeah. I'm sure John would do it. Absolutely. Well, do it yeah, let's, let's, let's not entertain that idea because he would, yeah. <laughs> Minifan, he, Minifan radio, like a, a nightly show. Oh, oh Christ. Yeah. That should be, be something. Um, well, you know, a, you need a sponsor for that because that would take serious. Good on, good on. Um, Yeah, that germ guy. I remember like fucking six weeks ago, I get tagged in some account that I've never encountered. And he was like, yeah, so if you're drunk like Montante, you get 
blank out and eat Jersey Mike's and, you know, fall asleep with vomit in your mouth. You could die. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Yeah. But hey, shout out to him for actually doing shows consistently and not quitting. I mean, that's what you feared when you first started the network. You know, how many people had all these great ideas and then either did one show or no, no show? That guy's still yes. going. So good for yeah. him. Acronym guy, big swing and a miss on that. How, mm. hey, his excuse that you can't find a minute fan to get on the show is incredible. Like, it doesn't have to be DEC or MHB. My, my, the- my, my mate from home would proudly do a weekly show with Acronym Guy. He, for whatever reason, I don't know why, was in love with Acronym Guy. I like him too. Why. He's a great guy. Great guy, have, but, I, but he, that was his whole takeaway of the network. His whole takeaway was the acronym guy. It's like, how about him, right? I was like, yeah, he was good. Yeah, like, what do you? He was a funny guy. I'm a big ac- acronym guy fan. Yeah, um, Robbie V's supposed to do a show. Um, well, so I, think... I, might be, I, I might be doing mm. it with him. Sports, sports okay. gambling show. Great. Well, I hope he does it. I know. I know he, with the hospital he's in that they let him use the internet sometimes. So that's great. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they get rights nowadays. So uh, yeah, they get they get uh, iPads. They get to go outside yeah. for an hour. Yeah, and it's I think it's good if he does a show for the network. So sort of like community service kind of thing for us. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I, said, <laughs> I mean, I don't like this. I don't like. I don't like. This. So Dave and Danny, they've 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 sort of shot over so far. I think they've done four Quantum Kirks now. Four or five, uh, they've they've hit my overs already. I had them at sort of had the line. Yeah, I was the only one half. that who pre- accurately said that they're going to carry this network and they will demolish your over. That show will be going on for the next calendar year, bare minimum. Yeah, if the network died tomorrow, that show would still exist somewhere. I'm not sure where, but it would. Yeah, and we're doing um we're doing KMS Rewind on the network. So if people want to um react to old episodes of KMS, they can still do that. Um, as part of KMS Rewind. It's not Quantum yeah. Kirk. I don't want to step on their toes, but there's no reason for other people not to submit shows like that. And, you know, I think that's something you could have three or four nights a week because it, it just it, it's so much better. I know you don't listen to old episodes. I know you don't because you're, you're too cool for that. But sure. um, if you know people are going to talk about it afterwards, it's fun, like listening to the death of Steve Robinson and then hearing those two lovely gentlemen you know, recount it. It was a satisfying experience. It's it's more satisfying than just hitting random or shuffle on KMS and listening to any old episode. So, you know, if more people want to I have a terrible idea for a show. Terrible. What is it? It's a little gambling-based. We take three Minifans, fans, strip them from all electronics, make them all live stream, whether it's over StreamYard or whatever, the same show, to make sure they can cheat. And someone viewed the episode before, so there's no like blatant hints where they say the date and have listened to an old show, and whoever gets closest to the to the date uh, wins the pot. Mm. Not a terrible, got awful. Yes, I think you would you All could right. do it though by just playing clips. Like here's a thirty second clip. Well, there's Tell a ninety minute video. W- w- do a watch along with them. No, everybody has fifty dollars in the center, and at the end you get to see. Who gets closest? If it's if it's June sixteenth, twenty twenty, you know. I think you surprised. Uh, surprise, but people will get pretty close pretty quickly. I, as long as if they, if they don't say the exact date, I think people would. I think people would be close, but let's see who gets the close. Anyway, it's a, it's an idea. It's an idea. Uh, it's not a good idea. Um, no. So so that's on the network. That's what's kicking around at the moment. It's going very well. Men is live. We're coming back soon. How's Montante's world going? 
It's all right. We uh we we found a I found an easy way to kind of fluff my uh, schedule. The the conspiracy show I do with E. I'm just now throwing on my feed, so that's one a week easy. Um, yep. So if I do another Montante's World, I'm doing up two a week. So we're doing all right. We're at 150, 145 episodes. So we're, we're still chugging along. Great. Kind Could of plateauing uh, numbers. Ah, I had Roscoe on last month. Uh, yeah, no one terrible. said they enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Uh, imagine being there for it for an hour. Um, then I, I've had Eon a bunch, like I mentioned. I had my buddy Nate Dew and coach JB Brown oh, on. I, I listened to Tommy Quinlan a bit. He was pretty good. Quinlan was good. He last hours talking about how he wanted to kill himself. He was like 13. That was interesting. Um, didn't, I did not have that planned. Uh, that was interesting. That was, uh, it was good. So, you know, yo, the last hour is insane. I'm ready to like be done. And then he like casually mentions he wanted to, uh, hang himself with um, like balloon ties when he was 12. And I was like, all right, well, Let's go. Let's you might come back and listen to it. Yeah. 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 No, again, the last hour is literally insane. Totally unplanned. Mm. But no, it's so we're, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're getting along. We're doing all right. Good. I don't know if there's, there's no other Minifan content out there, is there? There's no. Yeah, that's it. Shooting the, shooting the, shooting the circus done. Yeah. Um, is Jay's Mayhem doing anything? Show. No, I don't watch the 420 show. Um, mm. Yeah, anyway, all right, let's get into listener questions. Shark Minahan. Manners and Montante went through a bit of a rough patch over summer. What allowed you two to heal? Did we have a rough patch? Yeah, we, we we touched on this earlier. You admitted that you're wrong on the vaccine. You're an idiot. Um, and it's fine. It is what it is. You're my mate. All good. Was that what we went through a rough patch about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were very angry about how anti-vaccine I was and how I wanted people to be able to live their lives and not get fired for not getting a fucking vaccine that didn't work. You may forget it now because we're a little removed. Time heals all wounds. But, yeah, that that's the genesis of it. I don't know if I was ever genuinely angry at you about I it, think, I, think, I, think, I think you were. I think you were. Pretty sure you okay. were. Well, um, Shark, um, <laughs> that's the way Montante reads it. Um, yeah, I think we've all, always had a good relationship and – yeah, he has very, you know, Montante has very extreme political views and, you know, obviously I don't agree with all of them. Um, all right, Danny and Bill Ricker, how was Mike's morning with Jerry? What's this question regarding? Oh, um, oh, Danny, Danny's been more unfunny than normal, so it's, it's tough to deal with. Um, so I, I, I'm filling in for Craig for six episodes. Um, so Craig, when he sets it up, this is what he's alluding to. This is what he wants me to explain. So Craig set, has it set up to where you hit go live on StreamYard that it kicks off to, to locals and like everything is um, kind of, you know, going together. So I yeah. hit go live. I hit go live on StreamYard. I look top left corner and I see zero viewers for 10 seconds. I was like, okay, people, you know, coming on. <laughs> After 45 seconds, I see zero viewers. I'm like, okay, this is. We, we, and he's like, all right. He's like, Montante, remember Friday we answer listener questions, so keep your eye out. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't think we're gonna have any today. Yeah, two minutes go by, zero viewers. So I text Craig on the side, and I'm like, hey, I was like, you fucked up something. Like, we're definitely not live right now on locals or anything. And he goes, yeah, I just saw that. Don't worry, I'll fix it for Monday. Just keep going. So when I try to casually break that news to Jerry. He didn't take it terribly. He didn't take it well by any what means. Happened? So that, that, How did Craig like, set you up? Oh, it's very easy. So he has like five, pre, six pre-set StreamYard things. So it's very easy. Yeah. 
I go on and I hit go, and then normally it blasts out to everything. Yeah, right. And he just didn't done. select the accounts. He just he didn't just select did, the he accounts. didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have it set up to the live stream. That's ridiculous. It's so easy. I use Streamlabs. You just when you set up the recording, it says you know pick the accounts, and I use I use the same account. You know, it's well, for, for all he, AMS everything. He didn't do that today. So what I told Jerry, it's like 23 minutes in. I was like, yeah, Jerry, by the way, like a little, uh, you know, a little thing in updating today's schedule. We're uh, we're not going to have any listener questions because uh, Craig didn't set up. Oh, go figure. You, you two couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, dude, it's I'm not trying to throw Craig under the bus. It's not a big deal either. But yeah, yeah he didn't take it. He didn't take it well, but. We we uh we powered through, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So that's what Danny's because he was texting me during it, and I already knew at this point. Um, he was like, "Hey, like, where's the?" He's one of the he's one of the people listen watches it live. He's like, "Hey, where's the where's the stream?" So we'll what see. Maybe it'll go that? better on Monday. I can't Who believe knows? Craig did that. He's having a shit house couple of weeks. Made Justin fucking buy tickets to a show they didn't go to, and now Oof. doing this to you like. Like it's like some people absolutely hate Craig. I like Craig. I think he he does a fine job. Um, but some people just fucking hate him. Like I get messages well, from people just laying into Craig. Another funny thing about Craig, maybe he's not really a full attention to detail. He tells me when I'm done recording, right? So I, I put in all the ads and everything, um, and I send over to Newsmax. And he was like, hey, just put the end times on the ads. That's all that matters, right? So I try to go a little above and beyond. So I would include the end of, end time of the ads, but then I would include the topics that we went over and and you know in, in chronological order. And yeah. the guy responds to me. He's like, Hey, he's like, try to give a little more description um in your in your rundown, which is funny because I was told to give no rundown, but now this guy's asking for more rundown. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Craig's intentionally sabotaging me or it's just, it's just lazy nature, but yeah. So you, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt with the with little Craig. I think he's intentionally yeah. sabotaging you because he knows Jerry would jump at getting a new producer. I don't think so. Jerry is in a good spot with Craig. Jerry, when he does his show, has zero, and I mean zero, intention or interest in speaking with somebody else. He just goes <laughs> on and just. <laughs> The only person, because I listened to Jerry's show once in a blue, only person that he entertained, which is crazy, Carano would speak 30, 40% of the time. I, I don't mm. know why. Something about Carano, like he respected Carano, where he would let him like go off on rants, where yeah. I'm lucky to get one or two words in, you know, at, at a time. So crazy. who knows? So yeah, so the iron, the iron head. Uh, tough morning for you. Rolls on. Tough morning for yeah, you. Was, yeah, See? you listen. So you just check next time, you know, like in the top right, you can check where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I could. I just, I just want to hit play and just go, you know, do my, know, do my hour show. Uh, you, you know, that's relying on Craig. Way. You know, you can check that. Sure. Okay. Just you go top right settings and just go where you, before you go live. Um, Noted. I would so do yeah, that for Monday's show. So there goes that's that my, question. All right. Next question. Manners from one to 10. How much do you love John from Scranton despite pretending to despise him? How much do I love him? I don't know. 3.5 maybe out of 10. Um, Three and a half. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I've never met him. He he didn't go to Wilbur. Um, Johnny, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. No, he's a great guy. You know, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, Danny. Uh, Lauren Lynn. Are either of you applying for the KMS job? Uh, I think both of us are. 
I mean, you've already said you're going to apply. Well, you're basically applied because I, I will tweet out the video of you. I said it on so. here, but from from this is I had this in mind before I'm hearing today's show. After hearing today's show, it seems like being there full time is really kind of the, the biggest prerequisite. So I, I am not qualified. So I I don't think either of us, mate, are going to get this uh, job. Yeah. But you know, you don't think me being in Sydney is a problem? It, it could be. You know, it might be a little bit of a you know of, of an issue. I'm gonna I'm gonna reply in written form. I think is the best way. Um. Lauren did a fantastic job in Mike and the Minna fans tonight. And she wore I was seeing lackluster reviews online. Well, she wore an incredible dress. Um oh, there you fantastic. go. There okay, there it is. Okay. BA, will be this be released on the network? Absolutely not. It's a podcast, as I've already said many times. I like to keep Minifan in that classic audio only podcast. No one needs to look at you know me and Mike's fat face. Amen. Amen. Um but that's why Minna's live is different. Then I'm on screen. So, you know, the lady's happy. They get to see me once a month, which I know is good for them. Um, Boxini Dad, Minna's Mike. Why is Minna's such a little chode? Interesting. <laughs> well, that's um, a convoluted question. There's a lot into it. Um, I think you have a very dry sense of humor, and you also have yeah. a little cunty tendency to you. So, you know, you, you combine all these things, you can come across an asshole most of the time. But mm. I, think you're good. I think you're a great guy. Thank you. I'm a minister's uh, guy. Look, Although you you did that thing today, you do this thing. You want to you want to feel the the heat on you once in a while. What why? did you do today? You're like I'm hearing that the KMS um, account hasn't been on Instagram in months. I get what you're doing. We talked about it for a while, but you did the same thing two weeks ago. Like I'm hearing that the the live no, show the is BA not is filled. reporting. It was, I was trying to get attention. I know, from but my, you're coming across the fucking. You're coming across as an asshole hater when you do that, and you know that. I'm, you won't blow back when you do that. I know. No, I didn't report. I okay. was, um, that's the problem. You know, I try to do the best for the network and I get oh. in trouble. So this is um, audio only. You're smirking like a fucking cocksucker. You know, when you I tweeted that not. out two weeks ago, you knew what you were doing. No, stop. Okay. I did not. Sure. I, I'm okay. not there. I, I, I got unfairly and then you play, targeted. And then you play victim when you get smacked down by Kirk. Because I was for, thinking about in the venue. I'm in the venue tweeting that. Then you can have a go at me. But I don't know how it sounds. I'm just going. I'm just yeah, on the sidelines. Okay. Fun. Everyone's yeah, just sure. Next, next question. People want to take it out of me because I'm like the easy, you know, easy punching bag. Well, it's just That's lay into men. It's his fault. It's his fault the mics don't work, you know. Um, true. Local. In the 1988 film Twins, oh. the premise was Danny DeVito was all the poor rejected DNA while Arnold Schwarzenegger was all the superior genetics. Any truth to the rumour, Menes is the shit genetics to Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> well. How do you how do you answer that? I don't even think um, I'm Chris Hemsworth's shit genetics. Like I think I'd still be better off if I was. So no, I don't think that's true. Fair. Oh yeah, Fair. that's the only way to answer it. I'll take your take your word on it. Bio dude, is Justin going to be at the House of Blues thing? Don't know. I I would suggest. If he can get there, he should. It would be a great time to try and get his oh, job. That's actually good. That's a great. At, at first, when you read the question out to me, I didn't like really. I was looking at the Mets box score. That's a great. Now, how would you play this if you're. If he goes, it could be, you know, viewed as two things that he's being. Um, he's taking kind of taking control and showing initiative, or is he kind of overstepping and being weird about it? 
I don't I know. You'd have to reach out to you'd reach out to Kirk first and say, "Hey, <clears throat> I'm thinking of going to this. What do you think? How do you think Kirk would um, respond to that? I think Kirk might even organize a ticket for him. Is Kirk going to that? I think so. I think Kirk has to go to that. Okay. 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 So, so yeah, just signed a full too. contract. True. You know, Kirk True. loves so that being, um True. True. Speaking of the House of Blues, why does it sound something like something out of medieval times where the serfs can watch the land barons eat and bang? This is how the purge starts. Who the fuck asked that question? What a weirdo that was. That was still Bio Dude. I think he's saying oh, because they're, sense. I think they're saying on the main show what all the Bastos people are in one floor on the bottom and then everyone else is on top. So it's kind of like all the fans will be looking down on the, the stars. But um, I don't know. I've never been to House of Blues. It's a typical bio dude shit question. And then how follow up? How stupid is Andy Mayo? Pretty stupid. I don't know. I think Mayo's having a good run of it at the moment. I hate admitting it. Um, I, and I, I said to see you last week. You forget already. Mayo is very good on your show. Um, Mayo was horrific on KMS, but I think that was by design. And he was kind of lovely in person. I, I'm. And he's not as ugly in person as you think he'd be. I think it's kind no. of overstated the shit on his face. It's probably yeah, there, yeah. but I saw him in a dim light. I didn't see. He looked like a handsome enough guy. What? Did you touch his penis? No, but I, it's funny you mentioned that. I would guarantee you, I think he's a handsome guy. He has, he's well below average. He gives off small cock energy. Really? Sure. Oh, no doubt about it. No way around. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. He's probably he's he's three point eight inches hard, and I'm very <laughs> confident when I say that. <laughs> How confident? Oh, I would. I was a gambling man. I would bet my life. He's he's. There's no. He's when he gets hard, even on a good cock day, he's not getting over four inches. No shot. Uh, he well, he's going to be listening to this. So Andy, you know, fire back. Maybe I don't know, send Mike a DM or something. Yeah, um, go show, show me the ruler pick. I'll, I'll stay between us. Believe me, ask one nut guy. <laughs> I saw his nut. I've seen it man to man. He has one nut. Never showed anybody. He turned out to be a massive disappointment. Oof. Let the whole network down. Mm. All right, well, that's it for listening to questions. So let's wrap this up with um, – and we've had a great show, Mike. It's been awesome to talk to you. Uh, anything you want to get off your chest before we get into Red's uh, segment? No, I think we've uh, gotten into everything so far. Good. Well, um. As always, what are Red's parents able to watch up in heaven? Um, I'll ask you, Mike, what have you been watching? I know it's certainly not the network. Uh, definitely not. Um, for sure not. Uh, I've been watching Hard Knocks, like seeing each episode. You know what? I'm going to con- contradict myself. I say don't rewatch things. I've seen each episode. <laughs> There's been two. I've seen each episode at least twice. I've seen the What's first Hard one Knocks? twice. Uh, it's a HBO show. It's an all- all-inclusive um show on the preseason training camps uh going to the preseason football for nfl teams they pick one team each year and um it's on hbo so they can curse and stuff so they, they typically show like uh, a bunch of guys who are trying to make the team they kind of show their little sob stories where they came from and they always pick a couple guys to who they know they're gonna get cut so they, they make you like get attached to the, the player and then you see them like on episode three get pulled into the gm's office and get cut uh, apparently the Jets, which I don't like because I'm a blue-collar guy, I'm an honest guy, they said, listen, we'll, we'll do the show this year, but we're not going to show people get cut. It's not humane. That's the way your society is going. We're, we're being pussified. But <laughs> what I am seeing this year with the Jets, I'm seeing Aaron Rodgers. I'm seeing leadership. 
and I have Super Bowl in my mind. So I've been watching these, rewatching them. If I get a you know little slow time and and I'm not trying not to bet one night because I'm getting killed, I have no money to bet. I'm rewatching these suckers, so I'm watching Hard Knocks right now. Right, okay. That's it. All right. So what I've been watching, uh, I've just watched Operation Fortune, a movie that's, um, I think, Guy Ritchie, kind of like a spy action movie. I would say I give that about a you know, low 70s out of 100. It's, if you want to kill a bit of time, it's good fun. I'm watching a great sitcom called American Auto, which was on NBC. Um, one of my friend's partners is in it, and it's very, very funny. Um what does that mean? So when you say one of my friend's partners, what is that? Like uh, one of my friends, his I think his wife is in it. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Is an actor and she's very okay. funny. Um, and I just, it's a very funny show. It's by the same right. One of these guys who worked on The Office and then he wrote Superstore and now has written American Auto. And I think it's been axed. So that's a shame. Um, but I, I love it. Would and you agree that The Office is the most overrated show of all time? No, it's one of my favorite shows ever. Mm, okay, it's I watch The Office. Oh, those those two road. things can coexist. Those two things can coexist. By the way, it's absolutely not overrated. It is. Are you I mean, underrated? You, it's criminally well, okay, underrated. Okay, okay, okay. So, so you just you just lied to yourself. You can say it's, it's not, not overrated and stop right there. But if you just say it's underrated, no. what are you talking about? No, no, it's no, regarded as probably the best sitcom of all time, which is good. Uh, That's Seinfeld's, where it should be. That's where Seinfeld's, it should be. Seinfeld runs circles around the office. Mm, I don't know about that. They're both very good shows. You probably put them one and two. Um, no. But I heard on Lights, Camera, Barstool, they said that, and it's That's a good point, ball, that yeah. uh, the office has kind of dropped off the radar a bit since it moved from Netflix to Peacock in the States, that before then everyone was watching it all the time and not a lot of people have Peacock, so... It's, it's almost kind of like people off. were locked down in their house, nothing to do for uh, two years. Even before then, there was being it was being watched billions of minutes on Netflix, billions. And then those um, people that didn't watch it then got to watch it in lockdown. No, it's just, that's has nothing to do with the streaming service. I watch The Office all year round, so it's the perfect <sighs> going to bed show. Like just before you want to go to sleep, put it on. Um, yeah, I've said before. I met. Um, Mindy Kaling once, and it was like who, one who, of the highlights. Who could forget? In my life. Oh, the is she? Oh, I don't mean. Is she the Indian one? Yeah, yeah. She she's good looking. Hmm. Yeah. I'm she, a Mindy. I'm a Mindy guy. Yeah, you would for sure. Oh no, she's she's very attractive. Has I she think she's any, from Cambridge in Boston originally. I think that's where her family lived when she was growing up. How about that? No, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you. I'll tell you right now. How's that? Mindy Kaling is from. Yeah, I think that's true. She went. She she went to Dartmouth. So, well, yeah. she's older than I think she'd be. Um, so I've been watching American Auto. Um, yeah, I went on the set of her show, the Mindy Kaling show, uh, when I was in the states once, and met her. Saw them shoot a scene. Met a few of the other actors. It was amazing. She grew up. Did you know that her uh, she owns one percent of Swansea City? There you go. Champ- championship. And I think John, I think Kirk had John Krasinski on Enough About Me once, which was really good. Um, Who is that? The Unibomber? Jim. No, yeah, Jim. Jim from The Office on Enough About Me. 
Oh, news to me. You'd actually, it would be interesting for you to go back and listen to some of those Enough About Me's. Like you had Mutt on back in the day. Um, they're still available. And I know that's, you that's, 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 no, that's what I was alluding to. I was, I was trying to say that earlier. If they did a review show of um, Enough About Me uh, uh, or WEEI stuff, stuff I never heard, I would go back to be me having a updated perspective on it where they could kind of reflect on what's happened since then. But it'd be, at the same time, it'd be the first time me hearing it. I think that would be mm. a good idea, you know? But Well, you should just uh, whiz through enough about me and pick some interesting episodes. Like there's certain guests that might tickle your fancy. What was um, Blind Mice podcast that he that he had Kirk on? I can't, I can't even remember the name. Was it? It was. Oh. Mm. Is that still and readily it, available? I, I would like to throw that thing on just out of curiosity to hear, that, hear those. I'm two not sure. He might have delayed Different it. dynamic. Really? Because it was on. Because it was on EEI at some stage. So I don't know if it's still alive, but that was a WEEI um, podcast. Yeah, he was working for doing a podcast for them for a while. Like it was Jeez. there was a weird time there. Like EEI released an office podcast with Lucy Burge and Chris Curtis. Um huh. and that sort of well, died after a few episodes. Did, did they get did they get any any talking done or were they just well, yeah, on the podcast, but who knows what happens when they turn the record? There's no no way that happened. I can't I can't yeah. think about that. She's no, it too makes hot. her so 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 much more not attractive. If that makes any sense? Which is so doesn't. hot. Um, yeah, she's so hot, but then you think of that on top of her, and you're like, there's no way he ever did anything. No, um, from, from everything I've heard, I think he did quite a few times. Which, uh, anyways. Uh, I know. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. The EI podcast. Um, yeah. So Mike did it for a while there, and then he went independent. I, I don't know if that's still around, but enough about me is definitely around. Also, I think um, the reaction show that uh, the aforementioned Curtis and um, the other producer used to do. Um, so there's enough content there that you could whiz through. Um, I'll tell you what else I'm watching. Um, I'm getting ready for the Ahsoka Star Wars series by watching the Clone Wars. Oh I'm almost God. finished my rewatch. So I know a few people are wondering where I am on the Clone Wars rewatch. I'm sort of almost through season five. So should be done just in time for oh, Ahsoka to start on Wednesday night. That's two episode premiere. Cannot sure. wait. Um, I also saw Oppenheimer, I think since the last show. Yes. Have you seen that? Yes, I saw it the day it came out here. What did you think? I was checking my watch every thirty minutes. It was okay, but it humbled me to why I don't to why I don't see movies. Mm. Kind of boring. I, I mean, I think I gave it an eighty-eight out of a hundred on Twitter, and I think it's a very good film. Like you, I thought it was a bit long. I wasn't checking my watch every half an hour, but I felt if it was a bit tighter, like half an hour shorter, it would have just been as good. I thought it was beautifully shot. I also thought um, it was a little bit disingenuous. I, I, the way they covered it, his, I mean, I think they didn't really uh, pay a little more attention to how he really was uh, more tied to the Soviets and leaking our secrets to them. They kind of referenced it once at a fucking like dinner party, and then they shy away from it for two hours. Like, no, no, pay, that's not an American, you know, hero film. Let's, let's, let's be, you know, I think they missed a little bit with that there. So, yeah, I, I, I give it on my scale that doesn't exist. How do you want to do it? Do you want to do stars? Do you want to do out of 10? Out of 100. Out of, out of 100. Out of 100, like, I, I, I give it a 77.2. Okay. I gave it an 88. Uh, but I guess one thing for me is I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Like, it would just not be a film I would consider ever seeing again. Yeah. No, I wouldn't blame you. I'd blame you for watching. Yeah, no. no I thanks. mean, 
I love the new Mission Impossible film. I went and saw that, and, and that was fantastic. And I would see that again. I almost decided to go and see it again today. <laughs> but... Oh, stop! Cut that. What? That's embarrassing. Not say that again. Why you didn't? You don't like Mission Impossible films? No, I've never seen a Mission. But that's, that's that's come on. That's some beer. You're a grown man. You will not see that movie twice. Oh, it's, it's a great film. Oh, and um, Haley Atwell in that film is so freaking hot. It's incredible. Never, um, never heard of her. Never heard. Rebecca Ferguson. This is a really, this is, and, this is a really long answer to what is Red's uh, dead parents watching. And then you're, you're, um, a, minute, you're also, a minute like thirty here. Jesus, what else, what are you, you not see, watching? Did you see Barbie? Mike, did you see what Barbie? Yeah, I wanted to like fucking vibrator and a Bud Light. What do you think? No, I didn't see fucking Barbie. What do you think? I saw Barbie. I went and saw it. Yeah, I know, I know you did. It's why we disagreed two years ago. It was a fun film. I, oh I, yeah, I'm sure you had a blast. You fucking weirdo, you pervert. It was a no, it's a good comedy. Oh it yeah, funny. I'm, sure, I'm sure it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean I'll it's, it's not okay. I, I think you'd be did surprised. I, see I think you'd Barbie. enjoy. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I had a blast. Every, it's like I love feminist. I love feminist flicks. It's it's not a feminist flick. It's well, well why are you so? Uh, no. Anyway, well, if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. I think yeah, you would enjoy it. it. No. Ryan Gosling would have made you laugh if you'd. I would wait till it comes to your streaming service. No, I'll um, take your word on it. Okay, fair enough. I'd rather well, put Mike, this way. This this is how I want to. I'd rather watch uh, uh, Quantum Kirk than that. Put it that way. <laughs> that's that's pretty, pretty yeah bad exactly Barbie. yep <laughs> exactly all right well look uh take care thanks for joining me on mina fandom it's been great to catch up what's the what's the plan for this week where, where you know any plans to go into the main show are you recording in montante's world when do we get to hear from you again no i'm trying to get um vd on but i, th- I really think he's uh montante out i think the month i think the uh the main show is montante out I'm going to be in Boston um, right before I head to uh, the Bruce Springsteen concert, September 2nd with fucking Durand. I'm going to be uh, end, of, end of August. I'll be in Boston for, for work. Um, so, yeah, but I think the main show is a little Montante out, which I don't blame him. Surprised I got that far. Uh, and then I'll really? be in Florida. What did, what did they say? No, 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 no. They didn't say, they didn't say anything. I just think, I, dude, I've been there. I expect to go there Maybe once, twice, they didn't say anything. I'm just I'm saying, I, I don't, I don't blame them. Um, although that being said, my pitch is strong. Uh, I could be there once a week. Uh, where else you gonna get that? But um, no, nothing, nothing really crazy. Well, I'll do my uh, my show with E. We'll do that once a week. Have a couple more guests on. I want to have sneaks on to, to mm. kind of have the the haters perspective. But I kind of want to do that on the off week of the show, um, where people are yeah. kind of looking for something. And he, I guess, he couldn't really do it. So who knows if that actually happened. Um, since then, he bullied poor, poor Tommy Quinlan. I would say, if you're listening to this, don't even listen to the first hour of Tommy Quinlan. Listen to the last 45 minutes. It's it's something. Um, I remember like wrapping up like an hour 10. I was like pretty content with where we were. And then he just sneaks in that he tried to kill himself when he was mm. 13. And another 50 minutes, 50 minutes ensued. So if you... Manners, I would go to that mark and listen. It's you will. I like. Well, I like what time. About an hour and ten. I would say an hour ten is when I thought we were done, and then we did like fifty minutes afterwards. Um, and he's a, he's a good guy. I like Tommy Quinlan. Um, did you try? And, have you, did you ever try and kill yourself when you were a, a kid? No, listen, I'm pretty fucked up. I've had a lot of bad things happen to me, but I'm too stubborn. I would, you know, 
I'll die early. Trust me, but it won't be because I'm mm-hmm. killing myself. I'm in, inadvertently killing myself. You know, right? Slightly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna fucking take a razor to my wrist or uh, a gun <laughs> to my head. I'll I'll take the vodka Let's to my lips and uh, cocaine to my nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's how a man does it. I'm gonna clog yes. up my arteries. I'm not gonna yeah. shoot myself this, in the fucking head. Yeah, this guy doesn't watch Barbie. He's fucking hardcore. Shout out to Harmon. Be a man. Kill yourself slowly. So yeah, yep, yeah. that's where we're at. Good, well, good way to end, big guy. We'll yes. catch up soon. <laughs> better way. Well, Thanks, better way. listeners. Thank you.